If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. The new home of the Jubal Show. 106.1. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. The Jubal Show is here. Get your butt at the front door. We are super villains ready to overtake the world. And we're gonna do it in style. It's time for the best radio you've heard in a while. The Jewel Show. Figured this song's appropriate for a Monday. <laughs> Titanic. So good. People are just waking up and. Yeah, it makes me want to take a nap. Wanting to go back to bed. Well, you know, you could go on a fabulous vacation. You could. Before yeah. we get into what's going on the show today, the reason why I'm playing the Titanic theme song is that if you're not feeling it right now, you want to go somewhere and you got an extra $125,000 laying around, <laughs> you can actually go tour the Titanic. What? So, yes. Yeah. So, Jeff Bezos, you can go tour the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. A company called Ocean Gate Expeditions is bringing, quote, citizen scientists, in other words, people with a lot of money who want to wow. pretend like they're scientists, <laughs> right. to go on a series of undersea missions to document the wreckage of the Titanic. That would be awesome. That is quite not cool. for one hundred twenty-five thousand. No, no <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, it'd be really interesting though, for sure, mm-hmm. to go see. People who are accepted to join the expeditions are called mission specialists. Did they get a badge too? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a sticker. It, it, it reminds me of like hearing honorary degree. I'm like, you didn't graduate yeah, right? from this. I'm a mission specialist and a citizen scientist. Um, the specialists will be trained as crew members and will serve hands-on roles. Oh. In other words, you'll be there with like actual experts who are like, don't touch that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you can't take a picture with your camera. Use our camera. It's special. They work with experts to create photorealistic virtual 3D models of the wreckage with laser scans and 4K video. They say the Titanic survey expedition is the culmination of a vision to give more people a window into our deep oceans and access to the historic Titanic site. 
It's so wrong, though, because this is like how uh, Elon Musk wants to take people to space. It's like, yeah, I want more people to travel, but it's a million dollars to go up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's $125,000 to see this thing. Just to see the Titanic when you can pretty much Google image it. Yeah. Or watch the or movie. Jubal and I, you've gone to, you and I have been to the Queen Mary in Long Beach. That's oh, yeah. like kind of the same thing. Yeah, it is. It's an old ship. It's yeah. supposed to be haunted, but this one's above water and you don't have to dive right. real deep. Right, I was going to say, just go scuba dive. Yeah. yeah. Free. <laughs> they say you have to pay $125,000 to do it. Yeah. That are being scheduled for the summer of 2021 that from late May through mid-July. So how many people per trip? Uh, yeah. Five crew members. Each mission will last 10 days and involve... Wow. Untethered eight to ten hour five crew member submersible dives oh. that will transport citizen scientists and explorers to the wreckage site. I wouldn't even want to be down there that long. Yeah, that is insane. Oh, that would I'm, be fun though. Yeah, I'm in really? on that. I, w- I don't know if I'd care. I would be scared. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> being under like the ocean. Oh yeah, like I'd that. be scared. I, I don't want to go. I to, like I, I wouldn't want to go under the ocean very far. Scary place. It's a scary <laughs> place. But I don't know if I'd care that much. I don't know what you'd actually see. I mean, you'd see the wreckage. But it's, that's it. That's yep. it, right? You're not going to see like Leonardo DiCaprio down there. <laughs> For another $125,000, maybe you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what they say when you call them up. They're like, look, do you want the Leo package? <laughs> I've got him on retainer. <laughs> oh. Text in 41061. Would you want to go tour the Titanic? If you had an extra $125,000 to throw around, which I know is really realistic right now. Yeah, first of all, you're not listening to the show if yeah, you do. Definitely yeah. not. But would you want to go tour the Titanic? I don't I just don't feel like you'd see anything. I feel like it's been underwater for so yeah. long and it's just you're going to see just kind of like, it's you know, it's going to be dark and wood that's been yeah. wood <laughs> like, like algae got stuff growing on it. I'd be more mm-hmm. interested by the fish. Text in 41061. Would you want to spend $125,000 to tour the Titanic? Uh, they say 3 dozen people have already been booked for the first six expeditions, but there's still room if people want to join. So Dang. three dozen at 125,000 yeah, piece. A lot of money. Yeah, Maybe that's should... like almost four million dollars. Wow. Whoa. It's like Good. over yeah, just over four million dollars. Okay. That's a lot. Whoa. Is there any kind of wreckage that we could start a tour for? We could just destroy the <laughs> studio and then yeah, nobody would pay 125 grand <laughs> to see that. <laughs> for people. Love the jewel show studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is we where could, Alex used to sit. <laughs> we could just pretend we could just dig a big hole out somewhere, tell people it's a hole from a meteor and they can tour it for fifteen bucks. Put a fifteen dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Yeah. yeah. It's very reasonable. All right. Coming up on the show today, all the usual stuff. Plus, scientists have figured out that how you hold your steering wheel can tell you everything about your personality. Oh. That's all coming up. It's the Jubal Show. The Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. On the new Hits 106.1. It's time for Dirty Little Secret. That's about it. Uh, I was like, and <laughs> I stopped my sentence real short there. But if you have a dirty little secret you want to get off your chest, text the show 41061. You can tell us anything. We'll keep you anonymous. We don't even ask what your name is. That's why everybody who calls in to tell us a dirty little secret gets a fake anonymous nickname. And on the phone right now, Mr. Pickle. Mr. Pickle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. I have no idea who Mr. Pickle is. I don't know either. I just said Mr. Pickle. So. I don't like pickles. Uh, Justin does, our executive producer. Yeah, uh, what a weirdo. I like pickles a lot. <laughs> do you? They're okay. Yeah, they're good. I don't eat many pickles, though, but I do like pickles. Yeah, they're okay. It's an acquired taste, I feel like. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Mr. Pickle can convince you to, <laughs> to eat pickles, English Evan. <laughs> to eat him? Yeah. Mr. Pickle, how are you? Hey, how you guys doing? Oh. Uh, Mrs. Pickle? <laughs> Mrs. Pickle, maybe. Sorry, Mrs. Pickle's on the phone. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm delighted because I love pickles, so that's all right. Is that your dirty little secret? <laughs> 
You like big dills? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is not my dirty little secret. Um, everybody likes big dills. Yeah, that's oh, not a secret. Yeah, that's not a secret at all. <laughs> um, all right. What is your dirty little secret then, Mrs. Pickles? I, uh, I've been holding on to this one for a very long time. Um, man, uh, it has to do with, uh, with me and my best friend. Um, we've been friends for, oh my gosh, since... Uh, since college. I mean, we met, uh, we met because we were in a lot of the same classes and all this stuff. And we just, we hit it off and, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how, how I want to yeah. tell you this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying, he, here's, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get her to break up with a boyfriend. Okay. okay. Do you not like him? I, I, you know, he's, he's, he's a great guy and stuff, but, uh, here's the thing. Um, what my what my best friend doesn't know is that uh, um, I, I'm in love with her. Oh, with oh your friend. And uh, yeah, and um, I don't I don't know if she loved. It. I mean, we've been best friends for years, just okay. years, and she's she's always been the most incredible person in my life. And uh, oh wow, she she doesn't know that I have feelings for her, but I can't stand her to be with anybody else but me. And I. Uh, Oh, that's really sweet, actually. <laughs> I hope it works out for you. <laughs> I, I hope they break up. <laughs> so you don't know if she's ever had these feelings for you, but you are in love with your best friend mm. and want her yeah. to break up with her boyfriend. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm doing little things to sabotage the relationship oh. And, oh, and all this. That's and, sweet. I love how know, Alex is, oh, is No, that's, that's so sad. Sweet. I wasn't okay. mean. I'm oh. like, oh, that's so sweet. And I was I thought, like, oh, that's sad. I thought you were saying it was sweet. So no. you're doing things to sabotage the relationship? Like what? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to dig up dirt about him, about his past life, oh. and, and his ex girlfriends, and you know, just, just trying to get her to see that he's, he's not right for her. I, oh I don't know if she's by, and I really, I really hope she is, because she's just the most beautiful. She's the most beautiful person I've ever, I've ever met in my whole life, and uh, I don't know, just it's just always been there. Okay, and I, I can't, I can't deny it anymore and I I'm trying to break up their relationship so that's All right. my dirty little secret well good luck to you hey <laughs> yeah. we're gonna keep your number Mrs. Pickles yeah because we wanna hear from you we get an update on this at some point yeah I wanna know if you were All able right. to one break them up and two if your friend was interested in you yeah yeah okay. thank you guys All right. well, good luck we'll check in with you a little better talking about it that's good All right. good luck with that whole thing thank you <laughs> alright what do you guys think do you think She's going to be successful? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. For a little bit. For a little bit? Yeah. So I feel like um, the girls get burned. Like, <laughs> yeah, girls that like girls. No, girls that like. Girls that like girls that like straight girls. Yes. <laughs> girls that like girls that like straight girls get burned all the time. Okay. Yeah. okay. Text in 41061. Are you a girl that likes girls that like straight girls? And have you gotten burned? What's your dirty little secret? The Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. The Jubal Show's Idiots in the News. And welcome to the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they They report report the the news. news. For Monday, November 16th, 2020, for your first story, let's send it on over to Alex Fresh, who is in sunny New Jersey. (laughs) Well, it's not sunny today, it's kind Uh, of overcast and cloudy, but... Overcast New Jersey. um, Anyhow, (laughs) yep, I am live in New Jersey, where Cake Boss star Buddy Velastro suffered a terrible accident while bowling at his New Jersey home. (laughs) (laughs) Bowling? Bowling. (laughs) Yeah, he has a bowling alley in his home. Oh, wow. What happened? 
Thanks for asking, Jubal. <laughs> You're welcome, That's Alex. why I'm all the way out here in New Jersey is because I want to tell you what happened. <laughs> After trying to release the bowling pin from the cage mechanism, his right hand has had become lodged and compressed inside the unit and Ooh. was unable to remove it. He said a one and a half inch metal rod slowly and repeatedly impaled his right hand oh. three times and his two sons, Buddy Jr. and Marco, had to help him by using a saw to cut through the metal rods. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. God, mm-hmm. this just in. I don't want a bowling alley in my house ever. That <laughs> sounds horrible. It sounded yeah. like a cool idea, but oh man, that sounds yeah. like it hurts so bad. Right? And uh, Buddy says it'll be an uphill battle after two surgeries and rehabilitation, but is doing well and is in great care. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> That's all I've got from here in New Jersey. Jubal, sending it back to you. Alex, while you're out there in New Jersey, why don't you go bowling a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. I'll go. <laughs> Thank you very much, Alex. That was an interesting and shocking report on the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they, they report, report the news. news. And for our next story, let's send it on over to English Evan, who is in his mother's basement. I am not. Grandma's basement. <laughs> I am actually in Japan, though, right now. Japan is on the verge of creating giant cartoon killer robots. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Do you guys like the idea of robots? I do not. No. Alex and I actually had this conversation the other day because I'm convinced that robots are becoming self-aware and they're yeah. going to take over the world. Yeah. yeah. She's not really convinced, but I'm like, dude, in Japan, they've developed robots that have feelings and they have feelings on their own. It's technology. It can have malfunctions. Right. Yeah. Why could it not have a malfunction and just wake up and cry? You, you say know? that now, but wait till you go home. And the Roomba is crying in the corner. <laughs> it's just like over in the corner. Like, oh, oh, it says, oh. Alex, I'm sad. I'm sad. And then you're going to be like, no way. I'm like, no, you're just malfunctioning. That's yeah. not how you feel right now. Your Roomba, turn off. Stupid yeah. computer. Oh, okay, gosh. so they're making these robots in Japan? Yeah, so Japan and Asia, I, I always like kind of feel like they're technical, technologically above us anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have this giant 60-foot-tall robot that's in the testing phase right now. And it's based on the cartoon series Gundam. Which hmm. I don't know. You guys probably have no, no idea what no that idea. is. Yeah, but it's it's pretty much like a transformer. Yeah, that's what I can imagine. It looks like a giant transformer, oh. and it doesn't do anything at the moment aside from kneel, and it can also raise its uh, hand to make an L, <laughs> like, like a loser. But oh jeez. But anyway, that's my story. So sending it back to you, Jubal. Thank you very much, English Evan. This is the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news; they, they report, report the news. news. I'm Jubal Fresh, and Michael Jackson's DNA is making headlines again. <laughs> For the last 40 years, the words Michael Jackson and DNA have been no stranger to the press. (laughs) Well, his DNA is back in the news again, and this time it has nothing to do with what you're thinking. Okay. Okay? His cousin, Marsha, took a blood-stained propofol IV from Michael's bedroom after he died, and now she's putting up auction for $2,500. That's hilarious. What? Yeah. $2,500 if you want to buy a blood-stained IV from Michael Jackson. She should have also... Put it for more. Like I don't yeah, think that's enough. That. Yeah. So huh. here's okay. a clip. Here's a clip of her talking about it. My name is Marsha, and I'm the cousin of Michael Jackson. But this is actually Michael right here. DNA. That's what made me grab it. The blood. And this is one of the IVs. The last one actually that he had in his arm. That's goals right there to get famous enough where when you die, your family doesn't even care about you. They're just like, what can I take so I can sell later? Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, it is. And she said she saw the blood, immediately grabbed it because she knew it would have his DNA. As far as memorabilia goes, it's quite a gem, they say. Gross. <laughs> she says she's willing to part with it and has it up for auction and she's hoping to get at least 2500 bucks. But I think you're right, Evan. It should be more than that. 
<clears throat> she seems to think that it's the final IV that he used before he died, but it probably wasn't. That's why it's probably less. Right. LAPD detectives <laughs> removed medical equipment from the crime scene hours after Michael passed away before anybody even showed up. Dang. So it, she probably doesn't have the last one. And no. the listing on the auction site even says, quote, this IV probably was not the one that was used to administer the final lethal dose. Wow. However, it could more than likely have been used during his many treatments of propofol. So <laughs> there you go. If you want some uh, of Michael Jackson's blood, you can get it for $2,500. You're about to lose your job. Hello. So you're about to lose your job, lady. You know what that means. You about to lose your job. The news is done for the day. Yo, job. You about to lose Yo job, you about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. Thank you for listening to the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they report the news. For another hard-hitting report, this is INN. Idiots in the news. The Jubal Show, on demand, only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Only on the new Hits 106.1. Hello. Hi there. This is Fidalgo Thompson calling from Photography. I was looking for Cassie. This is me. Hey, Cassie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a while since we talked to you. What did we take your wedding photos about a year-ish ago? Something like that? year and a half? Something? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And and who was your photographer? What was his name again? Um, oh, Darren. Yeah, he was great. Um, okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm calling you today with some, actually, some very exciting news for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming you liked your wedding photos. Oh, we love them. They're yeah. Beautiful. Well, guess what? Someone else also liked your wedding photos. An advertising executive at a very big marketing company. What? Really? How did, mm-hmm. well, how did they even see them? Like, Oh, well, we have a contract with some of these marketing companies that we send them photos that we like. And if they want to use them, they can purchase them. Um, so a, a big advertising campaign is going to be going out. And they chose you and your husband's wedding photos to use in the campaign. So everybody's going to be seeing your faces on buses and billboards soon. Exciting. Okay. Okay, I don't remember telling you that you could use my pictures. For- well, well, the, you didn't actually say it, but when you sign our contract, there is fine print and says that we can use the pictures and repurpose them in any way we see fit. So we actually went ahead and sold those pictures to this ad company. And the good news is you're going to profit from it big time. Okay, well, first of all, I mean, I'm... I'm kind of pissed that you didn't ask us first, that you didn't call us. Yeah, I'm, I, okay. But I guess it's too late for that now, so yeah. can you just tell me a little bit more about it? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, your photos are going to be plastered all around town as part of the Just Wait campaign. The Just Wait campaign? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What well, is it? Well, it's an advertising campaign that focuses on the message of telling people to wait before they get married because divorce is at such a high rate. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you kidding? So, so it's basically a billboard for divorce? Well, I wouldn't put it that way. It's more of a billboard for telling people to wait before they get married because they could end up like this unhappy couple right here. <laughs> You're going to be the face of divorce. It's exciting. The face of divorce? Mm-hmm. What the f***? <laughs> That's horrible. That's not a good thing. Like, you're acting like you think it's a good thing. Well, I do think it's a good thing. I mean, I would want my photos used in a huge advertising campaign. Are you getting divorced? We're unhappy couples. No, we're not getting a divorce. Like, are you kidding? Okay, so, Cassie, um, 
I, am I picking up on this correctly? You aren't excited about this opportunity? Hell no, I'm not excited about it. Okay. All right, well, how about this? Think about this. You and your husband being the new face for divorce, you're going to get a huge paycheck out of it. There is no amount of money that you could pay me to make me happy about my wedding photos being the face of divorce. Well, you haven't heard how much yet. What if I told you they're going to give you $250? <laughs> now, how does oh it sound? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Uh-huh. No, listen. Yes, like, I am. you, okay? Like, I'm serious. I am going to call a lawyer and I'm going to sue you unless you put a stop to this deal. And I don't... This is ridiculous i am not going to be the face of divorce well, that's right you're not going to be you and your husband are going to be <laughs> me or my husband i don't care and he's going to freak out when he finds out about this okay like you think i'm mad he is going to come down to your studio and shove that camera right up your ass, oh. okay oh. okay well i don't think he's going to do that oh you don't huh no, no, well as soon as i tell him get ready because that camera is coming straight <laughs> up your ass. Okay, well, I don't think he's going to do it because he's the one that set you up for this prank phone call. That's why I said that. What are you talking about? I'm just talking about that this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you and your husband set you up. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> are you for real? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. Well, I was kidding you. Uh, your husband set you up for a prank phone call. He said you guys got married not that long ago and you love your wedding photos and he wanted me to create a campaign where you could be the face of divorce. Oh my God, that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was for real. I was going to like go get him and tell him to go down and shove a camera up your ass. I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm like, glad you didn't do that. The Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new hits 106.1. The new hits 106.1. First date follow up. Let's go around the room and ask a question. Hooking up on the first date. Good idea, bad idea. Good. English oven? Uh, it is what it is. Go for it if you want. All right. I've done it. I have too. I haven't. No, you no, haven't. No, you haven't. You know why? Because English Evan has only been with one person and I doubt that happened on the first date. It did not. Um, <laughs> on the phone right now is Vivian. Vivian, let me ask you a question. Good or bad idea hooking up on the first date for you? I personally think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But you think it's the reason you're not getting a call back? Well, he hasn't been calling me back, and that's the only reason I can think of right now. Okay. Just because you did or didn't? No, he did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but he took part in it, so why wouldn't he call you back? Clearly, it's something he wanted. Yeah. Well, I thought we were both okay with it, and now he's not answering the phone. Yeah, but some guys are D-bags, and they have such a double standard. Like, dude, yeah. come on, she looked up on the first date. Like, yeah. not marriage material. You know how <laughs> right. those guys are. Yeah. Well, Vivian, before we get into all that, um, tell us about the guy you want to call today. What's his name? His name's Andrew. Andrew, okay. How did you guys meet? We actually met on Tinder. Yeah, and Tinder is definitely for something. Like, yeah. The yeah. people on there want one thing. I was going to say, you guys hooked up on the first date. That's why you think you're not getting a call back, and it's off of Tinder. Way to have the most stereotypical Tinder date ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't normally use Tinder, but with everything going on right now, I'm like, I need to start meeting people. So, Okay, so tell us about your date. We met and we just went out to dinner. It was super nice. He's super sweet. He's athletic. He's super tall. Oh, oh. And then he wanted to go to his place after. So I figured, you know, like maybe that's where it's leading. <laughs> okay. Wow. I right. figured everything was okay. And we get to his house. So we hook up. We stay the night. Everything's fine. I wake up in the morning. He gives me a hug. He kisses me on the cheek. And then nothing. Hmm. What, do you, what do you mean nothing? Like didn't reply to your texts or didn't call you? Or in person, just didn't say anything. Well, yeah. 
I texted him when I got home, and I told him I made it home. And then nothing for a few hours, so I call him just to check up on him, and I haven't heard from him since then. Hmm. Okay. Well, my first thought is that he just wanted to hook up. Hit it and ditch it. Hit it and quit it. Mm-hmm. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Bump it and crump run, it. R- run the other way f- from it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as good you get, as you guys are. So at do you think that's why? Because, I mean, on Tinder, is really because guys want to hook up, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed really sweet on the date, so I figured, like, everything was fine. That's why we hooked up. Hmm. But maybe something went wrong. I don't know. I'm just confused. Yeah. I mean, if you so you can't think of any other reason why he wouldn't be calling you back? No, I thought everything was great. Okay, that's the only thing I can think of, too, then, is maybe he just wanted to hook up. Yeah. yeah. In which case, he got what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah, so no need for a call. <laughs> Unless you're calling to complain about the thing that you got that you wanted because customer service. So, How many times? Well, actually, how long has it been since you've seen him? I just saw him this past weekend. And how many times have you tried to reach out to him? Well, I texted him when I got home and then I've called him twice now. Okay. okay. And, and you got no response? Nothing. Okay. I mean, you do know where he lives. Why don't <laughs> you don't just go, show no, up? don't do <laughs> that. Don't, don't seem desperate. <laughs> That's um, just weird. I've thought about it. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Don't do that. Drive by his house. Wait outside, you know. <laughs> just do all those things. That'll make you seem perfectly sane. <laughs> you might see something you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it might work out for you. I mean, it works in the movies. If you just show up at someone's house and they're not really into you, you stand outside like... You hold up a boom box. You got to go back to the 80s to get a boom box. That was a very famous movie scene in the 80s. You wear a trench coat, hold a yep. boom box over your head. Or maybe you show up. It's got to be raining, though. It's got to be definitely has to be raining. Uh-huh. Show <laughs> up in the rain, ruining your clothes and, you know, your mascara and everything and just not care and just let them know how much you love them and you want them. Oh, it sounds okay. like you've thought about this quite in detail. I was yes. raised by movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that won't work anyway. What was his name again? His name's Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Would be an Andrew, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll play a song, come back, and then we'll call him and see if we can figure out why Andrew isn't calling you back, okay? Sounds good. <laughs> okay, we'll do it next. I think I got it. Hmm. I think I got it. So when we were talking to Vivian, who's on the phone for a first date follow-up, right? Mm-hmm. She's not getting a call back because she met a dude on Tinder. They hooked up. He hasn't called her since. Sounded like maybe all he wanted was to hook up and that's it. Yeah. Right? Well, when we were talking about it earlier in the first part of this, Alex, you said hit it and quit it. Mm-hmm. English Evan, you said hit it and ditch it. Hit it and ditch it. And I couldn't figure out a good rhyme. I think I figured it out. What? what? Smash it and trash it. Yeah. <laughs> that a, that's a decent one, right? Uh, yeah. You threw it away. <laughs> I guess that's a decent one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not making fun of your situation. I just couldn't think of a rhyme. So I was really proud of myself that I was able to finally think of one. Anyway, <laughs> that's what's going on with Vivian. She's not getting a call back from this dude named Andrew. She has no idea why. Um, she's reached out to him a few times and has heard nothing. The only thing that she can think of is that he got intimate with it and then like had to... Didn't call back. Didn't call back. Oh, yeah. That's a good rhyme. <laughs> oh, my God. Got intimate and then forget. Oh I don't my. know. I'll stop yeah. doing that because yeah. that's annoying now. Uh-huh. And I'll just call Andrew and see why he's not calling you back. What do you think about that, Vivian? I'm just so nervous for the truth. <laughs> well, it might be nothing bad at all. It might actually be bad on him. If I hope. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to call him and see if we can figure it out. Here we go. Uh, hello? Hey, is this Andrew? Yeah. Um, who, who's this? Hey, man, did did you just wake up? Uh, no, I, 
Okay. No, I've been All right. You just, stuff. What, what's that? Who's so, this? Sounded tired. I'm sorry. Uh, this is Jubal from the Jubal Show. Uh, what? Jubal from the Jubal Show. It's a radio show. It's me, my hot ass wife, Alex Fresh. Hi. And English Evan. Hello. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're probably wondering why we're calling. Yeah, I can't, can't say I get too many calls from uh, radio stations. Yeah. Well, this. Uh, what's up? I'm calling you today because we got an email from one of our listeners about you. Um, okay. Who? Um, it's someone that you went on a date with and you're not calling them back. We do a segment on the show where if you go out on a date with somebody and end up ghosting them, they can email us to get you on the phone and find out why. And recently you hooked up with a girl named Vivian. Um, yeah. <laughs> she, she called you guys? She emailed us. And she told us about your date, said that she really liked you, that you guys had a great time, but now she's heard nothing from you and she's wondering if there was a problem. Yeah, you went a little bit quiet on her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a weird thing to do. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I went on, a, went on a date with her a week ago, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see you get so many dates, yeah, you don't yeah. even know when it happened. Yeah, it was like a week ago, <laughs> bro. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know how it is. Sometimes, sometimes even a few, few, few in a week. But uh, yeah, I don't really know how that is. But I, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, teach their own. Uh, um, all right. But, so, well, she. I mean, she told us, you know, that you guys met on Tinder and went out and went back to your place, danced around in the bedroom a bit, and then um, really, she got she got that literal with you guys. Wow. Yeah. She told us everything, mm -hmm. every single detail. No, she didn't say it. She said you guys hooked up, though. <laughs> we know everything about you. And uh, and she feels oh, like yeah. she okay. feels like maybe that's all you wanted, and that's why you're not calling her back. Uh, no, I mean that's not the reason I like I don't want to see her. Like she was she was nice or whatever, but I mean honestly, like I I kind of have like a pet peeve with. I mean, obviously she told you we were like hooked up, but I have a pet peeve with like girls with tan lines. Like she had tan lines like everywhere, and that's just like a no go what? for me. Like after that, I was like, I'm done. That's your what? pet peeve. Done. Okay, that's yeah, weird. So I, mean, I don't like tan lines. You don't have any tan lines. Uh no. What about when you get some sun and you have shorts on? I mean, yeah, I I tan my whole body all the time, so I don't have any tan lines. But they they just, they just gross me out, so I was just not for it. Right. That's wow. Sick. So you're not cooling her back because she has tan lines. Uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Are you a gym tan laundry bro? If you want to put it that way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just, it, it is what it is. And that's it. That's the only reason. Tan lines. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a, it's a deal breaker for me. That's, that's the truth. I've always thought tan lines were fine. I never had a problem with them. Yeah, so, yeah. I never thought about yeah. it. Even being able to tan sounds amazing to, <laughs> to me. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's, that's it. I mean, I, I kind of had to power through, honestly. Like the tan lines just... They just don't do it for me. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. Okay. Well, thanks for being honest, man. I appreciate it. And so brave for powering through that day. <laughs> yeah, it must have been tough. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, since you were honest with us and very candid about your dislike for tan lines, I need to be honest with you now and let you know that Vivian is actually on the other line listening and probably really wants to talk to you now. <laughs> oh, my God. You are trash. Are you serious? Uh, I mean, yeah. What what else do you want me to say? I I don't like tan lines. Are you kidding me? Uh, 
No, I feel like I made that pretty clear. I <laughs> don't like tan lines, so. Oh, my gosh. Like, you you could have said that before we hooked up. Now this is just weird. Like, I feel so weird. Well, I, I, I didn't know you had tan lines until we started hooking up, and I wasn't going to stop at Who that point. You know what I mean? Lines? So. Literally. Like, I don't. It's small. It's like a bikini. Like, it's nothing bad. I don't have major tan lines all over my body. Like, it's nothing. I thought, like, what? <laughs> that is really weird. Yeah. Andrew, you're honestly a f- bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so I sorry you feel that way. You were so sweet on the date. Way to, like, make things turn here. Uh, I mean, well, you're the one who kind of got the radio station to call me out of the blue, so... Well, it's because you weren't calling her back. You couldn't even let her know. You couldn't even let her know. Yeah, so what was I supposed to do? Text her and say, hey, tan lines? No, thanks. See ya. (laughs) Well, (laughs) no, just text back and be like, no, I'm not interested. Sorry. Yeah, you could make something up. You could have let me down easy, at least. Say something. Like, ghosting me, really, over tan lines? It's really weird. (laughs) It is. Obviously, I mean, you, you want to know the truth, so you, you called the radio station and got him to call me or whatever. Um, so there you go, tan lines. <laughs> wow, whatever, Andrew. Literally, f*** off. Okay. Like, you were well, so disrespectful. Goodbye. Well, no, hold on. First, Andrew, I have to ask if you want to go on a second date with Vivian. We'll pay for it. Like, I don't know, maybe even get a tanning package before you guys <laughs> go out on Yeah, date. right. No, yeah. thank you. Nope, I'm good. I'll pass on the date. Don't even ask me. Hey, uh, I got a question. Is, is, is this going to be on the radio? I, yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, when? Because I, I want to make sure my boys listen to it. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you, Andrew. <laughs> Jubal's first date follow-up. The Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Remember, if you want to tell us a dirty little secret, all you have to do is text in 41061 and you can tell us anything. And we'll keep it a secret mm. for you. Not really. Keep <laughs> it a secret because... We tell everyone. We tell everyone. But we keep you anonymous. Nobody knows your name or your voice, and we don't even ask your name. That's why everybody who calls in with a dirty little secret gets a fake anonymous nickname. And on the phone right now, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Roethlisberger. 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 <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> what's up, Ben Roethlisberger? Oh. Still big? Hey, what's, what's going on, guys? So what, other than the things that you've been accused of in the past that have been in the news. <laughs> it's one of your dirty little secrets, Ben Russellsberger. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's funny. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, um, honestly, I'm just, you know, a fan of envelopes. Uh, uh, what? What did you say? Envelopes, you know, envelopes. you know, the mailing stuff. Yeah. Envelopes. Yeah. You're a fan of them? Um, uh, yeah, I, um, what does that mean? Like you put, I, like you, you watch envelopes and cheer for them here. You ask for their autograph. Like, uh, what do you mean a fan of envelopes? I like, you know, uh, I like, uh, I like how they taste. What? You know, oh, the, you eat envelopes? The paper. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah, I like to lick the envelopes. Oh, you they, like to lick them. Like the, the yeah. thing that seals them, right? Not the paper. That's yeah, the, not the paper. No, no, no. The thing that seals that, them. That, uh, in my mind, I was like, that makes it better. That doesn't yeah, make it better. That's fine. You're not eating the envelopes. So <laughs> no, you know, like no. to lick envelopes. The Yes. That's your dirty little secret? Yeah, that's my dirty little secret. I I love 
actually licking envelopes. Like, I love it. Like, it's a, <laughs> Some taste better than I, the others, I, but some taste terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever licked well, an envelope and been like, this is delicious. Yeah, how did you uh, get into licking envelopes? Well, I remember uh, the first time, honestly, was when I was younger. I was, used to do pen pals and stuff like that, and I remember uh, the specific type of envelope that I used to get, and it just mm-hmm. had this great sweet taste to it Hmm. um and then i just ever since then i've been i just buy stacks of envelopes and i just sit at home and i like to lick them i mean wait so like do you have like a favorite envelope (laughs) or where do you get these envelopes there's like a tons on amazon like i'm just imagining you like oh my god ordering in bulk (laughs) can't wait until you open up your package full of envelopes at home (laughs) uh yeah no i just go to the you know local martin get them i don't like waiting in the mail for them i like to get them pretty fast so huh <laughs> okay, so you just love licking envelopes. That's your dirty little secret. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no better taste in this world than the taste of envelope glue. I mean, that's it. It's just it's the best. Strawberries. <laughs> it tastes better than envelope glue. Mangoes. No? Mangoes. Mangoes are good. I wonder if there is like flavors of envelopes. You Ooh. know, like you might want to check out Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> could change your world. Yeah, I mean, they have flavored ones on Amazon. I've actually ordered some off there, but. You know, nothing beats the original. That's that's yeah. I prefer that. Yeah, I've heard that before. Beats the original envelope flavor. Well, <laughs> thanks for telling us your dirty little secret. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Go lick some envelopes today. Uh, I I am actually. I bet you are. All right. Well, thanks. All right. Thanks. Does anybody feel like they need to? Take a shower after that. I do feel unclean. I'm going to go look some envelopes. I don't know about you guys. I'm going to go taste test some. I feel like. (laughs) Scratch and sniff, you know. It's more like. Do you not know what he kind of means though about. They are sweet. But they have those ones that you can just peel off and it has a little sticky stuff. And that's what I buy now. You know he's got to be super mad if he gets an envelope and it's the one where he peels off and you don't have to lick it. (laughs) I, I don't like licking envelopes. No, I've never liked the taste. I don't like it. I don't mind it, though. Yeah. Well, There's some that I mind, some that I don't. Some are pretty gross. I think the guy that called in for the Dirty Little Secret really likes to lick them, <laughs> if you know what I mean. What's your Dirty Little Secret? The Jubal Show, on demand, only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. If you're in your car right now, take your eyes off the road and stare at your hands on the steering wheel. <laughs> don't do that. It's the Jubal Show. <laughs> and I say that because the way that you hold the steering wheel apparently can tell you everything you need to know about your personality Hmm. or someone else's personality. So if you're in the car with someone right now, look at their hands and then we're about to tell you all about them Uh because a personality expert has released a study that says you can tell how a person acts by how they grip the steering wheel. There are seven driving styles. Which one are you? I'll go through them. Number one, if you put your hands at 10 and two, you know, the standard way Mm -hmm. that they teach you. Or they used to teach you. I think it's different now. But when yeah. I when I was a kid, they taught you to put your hands at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock to hold the steering wheel nice and tight and keep it right between the lines. Anyway, um, if you had it at 10 and 2, the classic way, it means that you play by the rules Yeah, and you might be a perfectionist. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. It just takes so much like effort putting your hands at 10 and 2 and keeping them in there. It I, really does. When I see people doing that, I'm like, oh, why? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. Whenever I've gotten in the car with anybody and they're, they, they're the 10 and 2-er and they put their hands right at 10 and 2 and mm-hmm. they just keep them there, I'm like, man, you're no fun. And you know, I can tell that you're no fun. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And you know they're a bad driver. Like, oh, yeah. They're doing the good driving technique, but they're not good and at driving. And they're scared. And they're going to go mm-hmm. under the speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> they're and they're right going to put their blinker on every single time they change 
plans for every turn that they make, <laughs> no matter what. Before. Yes. <laughs> Number two, nine and three. Hold on. Which I got to think of a clock <laughs> right now. Across. Is that Left sh- or right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So side by side. Thank yeah. you, yeah, Alex. Yeah. I was like, where the hell is nine? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it means you're probably an anxious person, oh. but also very thorough. Hmm. Okay. Is that maybe because you have like the widest grip? So like you have most of the steering wheel. I don't Probably know. feel like no. in control more, maybe. Oh, maybe. Also sounds very uncomfortable. It, yeah, does. it does. And turning like that would be very hard. He's showing us how he would turn like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're a sea captain back <laughs> in the day trying to spin that big wheel like, let's turn this Buick. Um, number three on the list is eight and four. So, okay, it's a little uh, bit further down. It's yeah. getting harder. Like oh. 10 and 2, but at the bottom of the wheel. Oh, yeah. okay. So you hold it on the bottom with both hands. That's, That's more, not as bad because it's kind of like a little bit relaxed in your arms, yeah. you know? A little bit more laid back. It means that you're a confident person who likes to take charge. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder why. doesn't really go into hmm. details on why, <laughs> but this is from a personality expert who yeah. did a study, and they say if your hands are at 8 and 4, 10 and 2, basically on the bottom of the wheel, it means you're confident and you like to take charge. Interesting. I'm, you know, I'm going to start doing that just to, to practice because, you know, <laughs> I'm not a take charge kind of guy sometimes. Right. Sometimes my confidence level gets a bit low. This could change things for so you. It could. You I, think that just grabbing the wheel like that's going to make your... It's going to change my life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Number four, one hand on the bottom of the wheel. That's me. That yeah, is That's Alex, me yeah. most of the time as well. Yeah. Really? What does that mean? That means you're a minimalist who keeps things simple. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. I don't think that's right. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, number five, one hand near the top of the wheel. That's me. Yeah, that's men. I feel like a lot of men like hold it over the head, like yeah. or hold, hold it over the wheel with their thumb out, you know? Uh-huh. That's what I do. And yeah. a lot of times my hand's not even really on the wheels. My wrist. I'm driving with my wrist most of the time, the palm of my yeah. hand. Um, <laughs> and no wonder people are scared to drive with me. Yeah. But it says you're relaxed and like to project confidence. Do you? Hmm. That's what it says. Maybe when I drive. You're never relaxed. You're no. never relaxed. You're just a huge ball of anxiety all the time. <laughs> that is true. So I'm, I'm surprised you're not like nine and three. Or <laughs> I'm surprised eight. I'm not the 10 and two guy. Yeah. Oh. This is according to a personality expert who did a study that can tell you your personality based on how you hold the steering wheel. Holding near the middle of the wheel. Hmm. I don't even know. Hmm. Is that the horn? I, who I mean, drives I, holding the horn? I feel <laughs> like it's like the sides of the middle. You know how there's like uh, oh, yeah. the area where you can like put your hands in between on. Yeah. It's like nine and three, but it's inside of that. That's a right. weird spot that to hold That is such it. a weird spot. But I have seen people do that. What does that mean? If it's one handed, you're a thrill seeker who lives life to the fullest. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, if two handed means you're soft spoken and try to avoid conflict. Hmm. I've done it before, huh. but very like, I think I'm bored when I'm driving, so I'll try something new. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not out of like a personality trait. Well, then that's probably the thrill seeker part of you. Might be. It's like, I got to mix things up again and get crazy. <laughs> and number seven on the seven personality traits that this expert says you can tell about a person based on how they hold the steering wheel. Number mm. seven is if you drive with one hand on the horn. So what? I've never do seen do anybody do this. That but sounds dangerous. Who the hell would do that? So I don't know if it's one hand holding the horn to turn it or one hand on the wheel and then the other one on the horn. Ready, right. to, <laughs> ready to honk? Ready to honk. <laughs> it says you're probably a busy, bossy person, but you're also reliable. Hmm. Reliable? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised driving with your knees not on there. Oh, oh yeah. it should be. The knees though. Oh, that's a dangerous way to go. Yeah, it's just holding it. It's just holding it in place, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I don't do it a lot. It's just like if I need to do something really yeah. quick. Right. But I can't use my hands. I've done the knees when I've had to 
pee like, into a bottle while driving before. Flying on my phone or something. Whoa. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my phone. I'm sending a text to the police. Yeah, then I, I drive my knees. <laughs> text in 41061. Was that accurate for you and how you hold the steering wheel? The Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Who's Alex's worst person in the world today? Who's Alex's worst person in the world today? Well, today I feel like my worst person is, it's going to be an unpopular opinion. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And with the holidays coming up, I you know, it just kind of got me thinking. Is it Santa? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that guy's a jerk. He's not a jerk. He gives kids free gifts yeah, every year. So he's a, he's a great guy. He, okay. Yes, he is. So, you know, every year. Is it Rudolph? The red-nosed reindeer? Yeah. <laughs> mm, no. Also a bit of a jerk. No, not at all, because yeah. he flies Santa around to deliver those gifts for free. That's another Blitzen. great point. Donna? No. Comet. Comet. Oh, yeah. Comet, Comet the reindeer. Of yep. course. <laughs> yeah. So um, he was my worst person because he made up thank you cards. Oh, wait. I thought you were joking. It actually is Comet. <laughs> <laughs> can be Comet. But I think Comet. I'm just going to go along with you, English uh, okay. <laughs> He was the one who had the original grand idea to send people thank you cards for gifts. Oh. Okay. You know? Classic. So is it Comet or not? I mean, Maybe. <laughs> It's a maybe. What Are is it? Confused? I'm confused now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I kind of just like acted like Comet was the one who made it up. But I don't know who was the original creator or, or thought of like, hey, when someone sends you a gift, we're going to mail them back a thank you card every time. Uh, okay, you so know? thank you cards in general. Thank you cards. So, okay. I mean, it doesn't have to just be around Christmas time, but mm-hmm. usually it is. You know, mm-hmm. you get a lot of gifts. You have to send lots of thank you cards. But like for your birthday or whatever, anniversary, like older generation expect thank you cards in the mail. Yes, right. they do. But me, and so I don't know if I'm alone here, but I hate writing thank you cards. And it's something that my mom like pounded in my head as a kid. Like, and I felt guilty as heck if I didn't send one and yeah. like never thought I'd get another gift in my life if I didn't for that, <laughs> from that person. I feel like you're right. There are going to be a lot of people who are like, what? Thank you cards are the best because... Nobody writes things down anymore and just send a card to say thank you. Yeah. And I I think my parents were the same way. My mom was the same way yeah. when I was a kid. It was always like, you got to write a thank you card. And I was like, this is stupid. Oh my gosh. So I hate it. So do you guys feel guilty now if you don't write a thank you card? I do no. still feel guilty, but here's what I, you know, here's here's what I was thinking. You know, I really don't like writing thank you cards. I don't want to have to do it. Of course, I'm thankful. Yeah. You guys just yeah. send me a gift for my birthday or something. Probably a card with cash and of course I'm thankful. <laughs> right. <laughs> is it FaceTime not sufficient? Yeah. I mean, you that's know? what like, I was going to ask you is... If you text somebody or call them or FaceTime them or whatever mm-hmm. and go, thanks for the gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still have to send a card? Because I think some people still send a card. I don't know, but I feel like a FaceTime, if it's like a, a relative, is sufficient. Yeah. If you've reached out in some way and shown right. that you want to make the effort, that should be enough. They like the thank you cards in the mail. Yeah. Uh, that's, so, the, that's the people that still write in cursive, I bet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. But... Because it was instilled in me as a kid, I instilled it in my kids. But now I got to the point where I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> I really don't like doing this, and so, I don't like forcing my kids to do this. So your so, kids actually think though that they're supposed to write a thank you card. I if- mean, they just think so because it's they think it's appropriate, uh-huh. you know. But I doubt they like doing it either, and I don't like being on their case. Like write these thank you notes, write these thank you notes. Yeah, and, yeah. I think instead of thank you notes, let's just send them like a thank you email. You know, like those those <laughs> yeah. cards that you send. A mass email. An e-card. <laughs> no, an e-card. Exactly. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm going to uh-huh. pull It's up not here. a mass one. It's just, <laughs> it, it is still personalized. Some people are so neurotic about it. Like they write down what you got. Like, yeah. like your parents will like write down what you got and like, thank you for the Barbie with the Barbie car. Like uh-huh. very specific to make, you know, make sure that person feels, I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, I've never gotten a thank you. I have gotten thank you cards before. By the way, I'm Googling when did thank you cards start because now I'm really curious. <laughs> I have gotten thank you cards before from people that I've sent a gift to mm-hmm. and I never care. Yeah. I don't I'm like, either. I don't either. What a waste of paper. That's what I feel like. It's the older generation. They just feel like it's and it would be, manners. Yeah, it would be nice to get a call, I think. Yeah, same. Actually yeah. hear the person's voice. Right, exactly. I agree with you. Wow, here you go. The first version of what people today would think of as thank you notes originated in the 1400s okay. when Europeans exchanged greeting cards with their friends mm-hmm. or family members. This was a new form of social expression that involved delivering notes by hand. So thank you notes date back I was thinking to the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Date back to the 1400s. 1400s. And some people still feel like that's what you need to do. Can we update our traditions a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Please. Exactly. That's my point. So people who still expect thank you cards and for the Europeans who thought it was appropriate back in the 1400s to start the tradition. Idiots. You were the worst person in the world today. <laughs> that was Alex's worst person in the world today. That was Alex's worst person in the world today. The Jubal Show on demand, only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.